TGI Friday, everybody. It's the last day of March. Out we go and in with April tomorrow. By the way, we have a listener who has just become a great friend, and her birthday is tomorrow. So, Jean, if you're listening, happy birthday to you. She is learning everything she can about astrology, and it's just so fun to see that journey. All right, let's talk about, first of all, what's going on in the sky, and then we are going to address this banking thing, as promised yesterday. Nothing today, no aspects, nothing Saturday, and all we have Sunday is a void of course moon at 2.02 a.m. Eastern Time that moves into Virgo at 7 a.m. basically Sunday morning. So when you wake up Sunday, you've got a Virgo moon, no major aspects, you've got some clear breathing room. So we'll resume what April looks like on Monday, but really right now it's just enjoy the nice little pause. I'm thinking, great time to do some soul searching, maybe asking the universe, what direction? What am I looking at here? Good pause for that this weekend. Now, let's circle back because I did have some feedback, as I really expected, on what we talked about Tuesday. Let me just preface this by saying, number one, I fully realize that my work and what I'm supposed to be bringing in here is the positive side of the message. I am committed to that. We do it on Sunday nights on Level Up. I hope you'll join us if you can. It's on YouTube and our Facebook group every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. We do positive. We exude positive in our Facebook group. We talk about positive as much as we can on here. And yet, when you look at astrology and you realize that the coin has two sides, and when you realize that in mundane astrology, you really have to hold the shadow side of that coin a little longer than the other side, then it becomes a torn responsibility of how to handle conflicts like that, especially when you're sitting and preparing a podcast and the universe says, look at Algol. I've just learned that when those things happen, that I'm supposed to honor it and not run from it. So that's where the podcast originated from. A lot of turmoil of should I do this or should I not? And then as I think about, well, what could I look myself in the mirror after all of this? How would I be able to live with myself the best? And as I've thought about it, at least where I am right now, is that if I knew the shadow side of mundane astrology that could fulfill, not predicting that it will fulfill, saying this is possible and didn't tell you and it fulfilled, that's where the mirror would not be my friend. If at least I said, here is something that you might consider, which I think Tuesday really did, then at least I've put it out there for you to do your own examination and your own work. And you know that these come up very seldom do we talk about the shadow side of the mundane, but it is there, and that's why I brought it up. Now, the responses were basically boiled into two categories. Obviously, concern, rightfully so. And the other, just broadly saying, conflicting with our message about creating our own reality. How can we worry about something going on in our world if we are reality creators? Isn't that a conflict? Okay, both great points. Let's pick them apart. Number one, the concern. This one really tips very quickly, if we're not careful, into fear. Because we hear these things and we go to fear, right? Our world is changing. Something is quote-unquote, wrong. Should I worry? Am I going to be okay? And that can tip into fear very quickly. 
Let me give you a Fred Dodson technique. This is one of his primary tip-top exercises. You neutralize anything by looking at both sides of it to the point where neither side of it either excites you or concerns you. So let's take the banking thing as an example. The banks are going to collapse. I'm not going to be able to access my money. You put that out there. How does that feel? If that feels anxious, then you flip it to the other side. The banks are going to be fine. This is all just a media assault to stir us up again, and I'm not buying into it. How does that feel? Then you go back. One day I'll be going to the bank and I can't get my money. There will be a certificate coming out of the ATM saying, we'll get back to you when we can. How does that feel? And you neutralize it. You get it to the point where it's neutral. It doesn't have any sting. It's just like, okay, well, then that's possible. And then you go back to the other side and you say, the banks are going to be fine. And, and you get to the point where you say, I hope that's the case. And you're basically in the middle of neutrality between the two. And that's what I was trying to convey on Tuesday is if you say the banks are going to fail, I'm not going to be able to get a hold of my money, and you would feel better having a little bit at home, figure out how to do that safely. You've got to think of theft and fire. But if that makes you feel better saying that, then there's your answer. There's your you're looking for the neutrality so that you come back and you say, now I have a little bit at home. I'm okay for a month or two, and the rest is in the bank, and I've shored up with the bank, and everything is fine. How does that feel? That's a neutral feeling across the board. Perfect. Am I being alarmist? Am I overreacting? Well, here's one thing about it. If you bring some money home and nothing happens, you take it back. What did you lose? Now you have a safe you can keep valuables in. Great. Not a bad thing to have anyway. Okay, I hope that communicates that piece. Now let's talk about the other piece. What if we are reality creators? What if we can control our own destiny? What if we control our intentions? How does this even affect us? And one person had a great comment. Donna, I appreciate you mentioning this. She's listening or reading uh, Levels of Energy, the book by Fred Dodson, that is all about energy levels and maintaining high energy states. And Fred said in that book, that she implied that the government is really not out to get us. Like, so then this came across as, is what's going on, you know, more of a conspiratorial kind of message? And I thought that was a really good point. Now, let me tell you a couple of things. Fred wrote Levels of Energy in 2009, and it took a couple of years to write. So we're going back a good bit. He had on his Twitter a while back that he is rewriting it to come out later in the year. Fred spent about five or six years, seven years in New Zealand and had to flee the country for his freedom. Maybe not everybody's freedom, but for his freedom, he, how he defined freedom. So I think he would have a different perspective on that. Well, I know he does have a different perspective. I've sat in my van and recorded three podcasts with him about it. And those conversations, by the way, are in the Subconscious Mind Mastery podcast. If you go back in the series to January of uh, 2022. I was like, what year was it? It was last year in January, 2022. Then those three, I think there were three podcasts are in there. And he talked about all of this. And even what he said privately or off the recording indicates that that perspective has definitely changed. 
And that in itself is okay. I mean, we all morph and change, and I welcome it because, thank goodness, I didn't stay the way I was or we wouldn't be sitting here talking. So we all evolve. We all have experiences that change our thoughts of like, I used to think this, and now I've seen it differently. I've experienced it differently, and this is my new interpretation. That's just growth. So I think that the approach to this is that we are conscious of what's going on. We look at what's going on, and then we create our reality within that. But we also watch it from the point of the shadowy side of the mundane. We are aware of that side of the coin. And let me give you the example that I use that's in my mind, and this is a little bit generational for you younger guys and gals, but I think of the movie and the musical, The Sound of Music. The story behind it is not exactly how it happened. If you've read anything about it, you know that. But let's just contrast two people in the 1930s in Vienna, Austria. Here is a little Jewish watchmaker who loves his family. He loves his customers. He's excited about life. He makes great watches. He, when you walk in his shop, he just beams from ear to ear. He doesn't listen to the conversations very much. He says, oh, yes, this is, this is going on, but I need to make my watches. I have to feed my family. And one day a truck pulls up, and they load he and his family up, and they are never heard from again. The contrast is Captain Von Trapp, officer in the Austrian-Hungarian Navy, very in touch with what's going on, concerned but not alarmed yet, And then he got to the point where he knew that it was time to get out. Was it radical to run that night? Saved his family. Gave us a great movie. (laughs) And he was being conscious of the situation. That's the contrast for me. Powerful intentions. I'm going to save my family. I see where this is going. I don't want to be a part of it. Now, we are not anywhere near that situation. But I think about that from the perspective of staying awake, looking at both sides of the chart, and then I pray to God that if that time ever comes, that I would have the wisdom that Captain Von Trapp did, that I would know what to do. The wisdom that Fred had, the intuition that Fred had. He had a very narrow window. He got out just in time. Now, I'll wrap this up with this. I think conscious living in today's world looks like this. There might be something going on with the banks. I'm going to look at it, and I'm going to go in and search my intuition to see what I'm supposed to do. I'm not worried about what the media says, and I'm not worried about what Thomas says, and I'm not worried about anything else. I'm going to go inside, and I'm going to get my own information, because Saturn is in Pisces right now. You can get the most grounded, stable, firm, good advice if you're on the positive side of Saturn. So you go get that. And then you look at the rest and you say, that's not for me. That's not the scope of my work. That's not what I need to be concerned about. I've checked with intuition. I'm solid. And then be open to re-examining that on an ongoing basis. I do that a lot on my walks. I will ask, has anything changed relative to dot, dot, dot? No. Muscle test. Intuitive feeling. Okay, great. And that's it. Next topic. And I truly don't worry about it, and I'll re-examine it weeks, months, later, whatever. And then I'll just exit with my soapbox (laughs) 
today we have labeled everything. We've got a label for everyone and everything. And we slap that label on something and we say to the guy who cuts us off in traffic, you're an idiot. You know, that's the big one, right? You're an idiot. So common on social media. Because of one thing that you might not have agreed with, that whole being, that whole piece of human consciousness is now labeled something. And one of those labels is fearmonger, and another one is conspiracy theorist, etc. I'm not going to participate in a conversation that looking at the shadow side of astrology is labeled fearmongering or conspiratorial. It would be if this podcast had said, go out and buy gold and silver because that's all you're going to be able to use and you need to put it under your bed and you need to call this number of our sponsor in order to buy it from. But I promise you, you will not hear that here. <laughs> you got my word on it. Oh, I wish we had more time. See, this is already really long and we could go for another 12 minutes. All right. I hope you have a great day. Hope that helps. I hope that clears it up. And yes, we can do all of the above. I'll see you back tomorrow with Ray Merriman and back here again on Monday.